What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child. This is KGB. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this is your boy, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, that was weak. You got to give me more Ice Cube if you're going to do it. <laughs> well, you got to give me less Barry White. Nah, son, this is what I do, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what else, fellas? fellas? Oh, man. I've been, oh. I've been snowed in, actually iced in um, this week. You haven't left the crib? Uh, pretty much. I mean, just a kind of sounds fun. It it is. It's it's not bad. So long as you got, you know, your house fully stocked with stuff that you need, right. you're straight. Does, does Uber Eats still work when motherfuckers is iced in? Yeah. I don't order it, but it does. I see them running around. Prime and shit, like the Whole Foods Prime. That's it. I just stay home. Pretty much. No school for the kids. No, so what happened it happened over the weekend. And so it was just oh, okay. so they you know, and, and Monday was a holiday, so they got back up and ready to go today but um but no it's been cool but i just my dumb ass didn't shovel the driveway enough so i've got got that ice build up underneath it yeah Yeah. son yeah it was dumb yep yeah we're on uh we're on week two of the The la teacher strike here yeah (laughs) how's that going um surprisingly well they actually just um did it made a deal so so uh School starts back up normally. Somebody's so, making deals tomorrow, <laughs> but I gotta say, I, I gotta say that I so one I didn't send them to school. We didn't yeah. send them to school. We right. kept them home. But um, I liked having them home. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's the whole, you know, some folks are like, yeah, can't wait to get my kids to school so I can have a moment to breathe, that kind of thing. But I almost feel like and no disrespect to teachers or anything but like my wife had him doing quite a bit of learning like you know reading books and doing math puzzles and games and all that kind of stuff so it was um yeah i'm, I'm actually a little sad that he's going back <laughs> going back <laughs> to school tomorrow wow look at Kay. yeah uh, what do you guys awesome. thought what do you guys thoughts on uh homeschool i, I would I, I would like to think that I would want that and and but I just feel like it's just such an undertaking man and 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 the responsibility of of making sure that you or your significant other teaches an array of things you know all the different things that the the, the child needs to learn just seems yeah. like I don't know it just seems like a lot to, to I know that they have books and they have like uh what do they call like a like like co-ops edu- yeah educational plans or whatever yeah it depends oh, on yeah. like how you do it per state like if you follow state guidelines there's a curriculum there's some people yeah, curriculum just, that's what i was yeah. looking for yeah. then there's some folks who don't even follow any of the state like the state doesn't even know the kids exist you know that kind of thing well that's wow. a little yeah that's, that's a wild little, man. yeah but then there's groups like you'll have homeschool groups and they all get together to do you know for some subjects that kind of stuff but i just can't figure out i mean i've known some kids who were homeschooled and some that went to school and it's, I guess it's a talk. I guess it really depends on the kid and what's being taught. It's like, I feel like school, you get the, you don't, if you don't go to school, you kind of miss the social learning right. of interacting with right. others and trying to kind of figure out that scenario. But then again, that's maybe not always the best place to learn, period. I don't know. And, and I don't think every, every parent is built. To be definitely a disciplined not. homeschooler. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. I mean, you can you can hire a teacher to come in and homeschool your kid, but it kind of I must 
cost an arm and a leg. It's got, yeah. Talk, yeah. Come it's on, be. we're talking about gnocchi barato prices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, how do you make it work? Like, you just you watch the History Channel with your kid all day. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that shit's wrong already off top. Yeah, yeah that, w- thinking about that question, the first thing that comes to mind is scary. Just because of the undertaking and then all the other implications. Because the social aspect to me is always the one that, you know, makes me lean the other way. But I hear from folks, actually, I don't know anybody personally, but things I read or hear about, I hear that that is less of an issue, generally speaking. Yeah, I don't think it would be. I don't know. From I, don't, I can't say or pinpoint that I've met a bunch of kids. Maybe I've just watched some movies where there was kids that were old. <laughs> but it seems like they're not that bad as long as they grow up in, like, regular cities. Right. right. They, so they have, they're they, forced to be around people. Right. But yeah. if you're, like, talking about, like, you live in the mountains, you know, like, in North Chakalaka, and, and you live in a cabin, and, 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 you know, all you do is shoot freaking moose and, and <laughs> right. homeschool, <laughs> yeah, you're probably going to have a problem. <laughs> Hey man, stop! Your only buddy's a carcass that you shot the thing for. Stop shitting on our people in North Chakalaka. They'll be listening to the pod. Yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 I'm big on like just the the traditional sense of school, right? Because you grow up, yeah, you go through your ton, you know, your shit here and there. But like growing up, having friends that just you start to, you know create as you grow up and whatnot that aren't necessarily close to you you know where you live or whatever like those are those become special even even like the negative effects in some cases like you know you run into some shit in school or whatever those are for me those are building blocks you know what the question to ask though nowadays maybe that's different is what is the effect of social media on a kid that's homeschooled we already know that kids that go to school are it's changing the dynamic of socialization in schools and bullying and and you know how kids date each other or whatever you know you know whatever imagine a homeschool kid i wonder what's the pro and con of the social media age for a homeschool kid i guess the pro is you probably have more control over how much they're using it i would think or would you maybe that kid is seeks more use of social media and hides it more because they don't have the social network at school. Well, that's if he or she were even allowed to have a phone <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, <laughs> this is fucked up. But I I think of it like like almost like, you know how the Amish don't have you know, that's technology? What I keep about it, that's kind of how I look at it. <laughs> Yeah. It's foul. Like, no electricity. <laughs> right. Please, you make the kid go two miles to get water from the well. I mean, I've, those Amish actually have water in their crib, probably, but I'm imagining they walk two miles for water from the well. Foul. <laughs> oh, so th- here's a quick update. I don't think we talked about this in a while. So remember the, the iPhone saga? Yeah. 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 Right. I lost. Oh. Oh, so man. so here's here's how it ended up in my house. Check this out. My my wife didn't buy it. Um, my daughter's grandma gifted her an old mm. iPhone. Damn, you got outranked. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. I was like, yo, don't talk to me about it. Just and it just that's how it went down. Nobody said nothing. She just popped up for Christmas. I was like, hmm, all right. And I what kept series the is it. I think it's a six. I think it's an iPhone six. Yeah, now you think that was a a, a mom and daughter plot? <laughs> like, all right, let's figure out how we're gonna get to I don't, make this happen. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't think it was that deep. I don't think it was that deep. I just think you know, my daughter was like, "Yo, I want one," and she put it out in the universe to everybody that she spoke to, and then somebody finally right. said, "You know what? Fine, here you go." Just seeds. Yeah, but I found out <clears throat> since we're talking about you know school, I found out she actually takes it to school, and taps into the school's Wi-Fi to use it in between class or whatever. And I was like, I was actually shocked, first of all, that during regular school hours, you had they Wi-Fi had wi- access. Right. Which is kind of contradictory to me, but... Or that they give students access to the Wi-Fi. I yeah. guess if they have a lot of computers in the classes and stuff, they would probably need it. Or it, it might but... be an, an open one, like a public one. Right. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, there's ways to control it. Like if it's if it's absolutely necessary for a particular class, you can keep the radius within that class or whatever. But I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. I can't really bitch because my daughter's on the honor roll. So there you go. 
I'm yeah, like, I mean, it's not really affecting her. Yeah. Well, as long as she's not giving now, me well, issues. The, the pro is now you have something to take away if she misses a grade or something or messes up. I do, but I don't want to be that guy. I don't even want to. I, I want to pretend like it's not even here, bro. <laughs> Right. Well, it's there, buddy. <laughs> oh wait, I have I have one more thing I want to mention. Yeah, real fast. I, I want to give my daughter a shout because she now has uh, she's getting an award for like a recognition. I cannot remember exactly what it's what it is, but it's for being of African. So basically, African American descent, you get an award for scholastic achievement. And since she's on the honor roll, they're recognizing her at the local community college. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so she's getting an award and some sort of, I guess, press or something like that. So Nice. Yeah, man, I'm proud. Oh, yeah. yeah. Congratulations, yeah, bro. Thank you. This, this is where we insert the uh, effects of hands clapping. <laughs> we have that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Along with our bitmoji. <laughs> Come on, man. We're advanced. We're advanced over Just here. Do, do animated bitmojis. <laughs> oh, All right. Here's a here's a more serious question. <clears throat> we don't have to dwell on it too too often, but I'm I'm curious how how often do you guys see your own dads? If you do it all, hmm. I don't. Well, you said, I mean, you, you guys. I think I've told you guys. You see, see our dad is what you asked. Yeah, or interact with them at all, whether it's phone. I mean, so, I know you've I know you've got an estranged relationship, but do you right, still right. interact with them at all? So yeah. So long story short, I hadn't really seen my father in ten to something, ten to fifteen years around. Then I started to text communicate in the past year when I, you know, when the when I knew the baby was going to be born because I always said I did want the, you know, my my child to meet her grandfather and I right. thought maybe I'd use that to kind of like mend the problem. Um, we started to kind of, uh, you know, we saw each other a couple times and he, he, he got to meet the baby, met Karina and everything. And then we had another personal issue and we've been out of touch again. And it's funny that you mentioned that cause today actually, cause we've been a little bit out of touch where maybe like before I was like every other day or every couple of days I was sending him pictures or texting him about my daughter uh-huh. it had stopped and then today I actually it's been a few like several days or even a week today I actually text him you know pictures of my daughter but it's just mad weird with him because he'll just be like she looks like she he's like one word text message back so it's just like all right whatever guy. right <laughs> so that's that's my story does that stress you out at all or does it does it weigh on you at all like it's like oh man like I have this relationship that I gotta kind of try to mend or there are times you're just like man fuck it i don't even want to deal with this it stressed me while i was like okay i was happy to to try to do it again to give it another shot for my daughter's sake uh-huh. because my dad's dad was a for me he was a great grandfather and because mm-hmm. of that him and his mom my grandmother who just recently passed away um they were great grandparents and because of that i felt that my daughter deserved you know, she already has my mom, and she deserves my my dad. And then, unfortunately, my girl's parents both are deceased. So I felt the need that, man, you know, whatever issue that I have with him or whatever issue we have with each other, I can, I'm can i willing to, you know, sweep that under the rug and try to, you know, at least just, like, how, there's no way we could be mad at each other with this baby around. And, and in the beginning, it worked. But then my dad's lady, um, she's a little bit overbearing. Um... And that just kind of got in the way, and it just got a little weird. And then my grandma passing, his mom, made things a lot weirder. And and then it just th- that transition between his lady getting involved, and she was like overly excited about my daughter, and then my grandma passing away, it just added so much stress to us trying to like have Do some something. kind of yeah. relationship. That now we're kind of like back almost in square one. The only thing that we have that kind of allows me to communicate is just sending a picture of my daughter and it's kind of on me i guess if i wanted to to be like hey let's meet up let's hang out but in the past i always had this like chip on my shoulder it's like yo my man you're the the elder you're the father you should be coming reaching out to me if you think i'm being stubborn then you should be the the og here and come you know come to your son and be like hey son this is you know why we're not whatever 
and I feel that again now, like, yo, my man, like, but you know, now he's older, he's, 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 you know, he's got full disability from the, you know, he's a Vietnam veteran, got full disability from the vets. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's almost harder to like, look at him in a way where it's like, he should do things. You kind of feel bad. Like, ah, now am I, I should do things. Cause I don't know. It's just weird, man. It is stressful to answer your question in short. <laughs> what about you, Manny? I probably see my dad once a year, maybe twice a year. So he he lives uh, in another state. He lives in Florida, actually, in oh, okay. Orlando. Okay. But I, what you just said, he actually uh, strikes a nerve with me, only because I I often find myself in that same predicament where it's like, I should, who should be the bigger man, right, in the right. equation? Because to one degree and same one that I've leaned on forever. It's like, yo, you're the father. Like you need to go, you need to reach out to me or you need to check up on me or whatever. But I'd say over the last few years, I, I don't necessarily hold that. Not against him, but I I don't necessarily put that on him as much. And reason being, I feel like, and he'll, he'll say this to me all the time at this stage in my life. I feel like I know a lot more than he did. And for better or worse or whatever the case is, I almost feel like because I know better, I know that I should do better. And so I try, I kind of put the onus on myself every now and again to, you know, to check in and see how he's doing or whatever. But I, I do find it strange because he's got grandchildren, right? Like, yo, it don't cost you much to jump on even Instagram and do like a FaceTime situation and kind of see, you know, your grandkids every now and again or what have you. But. It's a whole different generation, and technology is a big challenge for for him. Right, and and I didn't mention my my father actually lives literally miles away from me mm. during during the time that we didn't talk for like fifteen years. Oh, so that's wow. the even more weird, <laughs> wow, creepy yeah. shit, you know. And then yeah. and he has uh two stepkids who are adults now that he basically raised, and and so you know it's just all that stuff. All it's just a weird dynamic. <clears throat> How about Man, you, Kay? We lived in- uh, yeah, I get it. I have one question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, so when you, cause I just trying to get a better read on your relationship, like what, when you were living in Florida did, yeah. and it was he in Florida, did you see him more often or is it, or is it, is it more so distance or is it more so that's just the nature of the relationship where it's, you know, it's. I'd blame it more on the nature of the relationship. Like we overlap for a small amount of time while I was in mm-hmm. Florida. Like he lived in in the miami area for a little bit uh while i was down there and we saw each other way more than we probably ever did but it wasn't something that i would be like oh shit you know i gotta set set up a schedule or like it was always cognizant only i think it's mostly just because i was so accustomed to not having him around Mm -hmm. that to me it wasn't like it wasn't something that I had to prioritize. It would just kind of, if I thought about it, it happened, I'd check him, check him out and then keep it moving. Right. Okay. Got it. Yeah. For me, um, I have pretty regular contact. Um, actually now that I live on the West coast, he lives on the West coast. So he mm-hmm. lives probably about two hours North from me. Um, don't see him as often as I probably should, but you know, it's just like life gets in, you know, it's like the weekend comes, and goes to do with the kid yeah you know just just goes um i'd say probably from from my memory maybe like when i was around 12 or 13 is when i started having more regular interaction with them but i was on the east coast he was on the west coast it was probably like a once a year you know visit for a couple days that kind of thing Hmm. and then and then we had a falling out maybe when I was 17, something like that. And we went kind of go quiet for a minute and then brought it back around again. Um, yeah, we actually have a great relationship considering that, you know, like, we, and I don't think that's typical. Like mm-hmm. when the, when the dad is not necessarily in the picture, especially when you're a young kid and even, you know, having a, a falling out when you're, you know, late teens, I'd say it's probably not typical that you end up having a, a really strong relationship. So I, I'm lucky in that respect. Mm. Um, yeah. So I, I just 
curious how. I have a question for Manny. Do you, do you find yourself, do you have any chip on your shoulder towards your dad? In what respect? What do you mean, like, like I think I'm better than him type of thing? Or no, like... no, the fact that you feel maybe, or if he wasn't around or whatever type of thing. Nah, I don't hold a grudge or anything like that. Because um, I know in the past episodes you said that you kind of understood it when you got older. You kind of... Yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, it, it boiled down to, yeah, I mean, coming of age, I guess, and really understanding what the dynamics of a relationship are. Right. And, you know, I don't I don't necessarily condone or give them props for, like, the dirtbag shit. Right. But I can understand how two people just... It doesn't work for right. whatever reason, right? And so from that respect, like, I give him props. Because <clears throat> it would have been really easy for him to just cut bait and never see him again. And none the wiser. And that would have been fine, you know, by him. Well, it could have been fine by him. So the fact that he was still lingering and, you know, trying to interact with us for all those years, I, I give him a lot of credit for it. Because, like, you know, we see it all the time, like, Many many examples of the opposite happening, so I don't I don't necessarily hold it against him. I do I feel like I do have something deep in me that keeps me distant. That's beyond just like you know like what I just finished saying, which is like oh yeah, if it's not on the mind, like I just kind of keep it pushing. But I, I can't I haven't put my finger on what that is yet. Okay, no, I I said because you know I did come to a place where. I, again, like you coming of age or to a degree, I understood certain things or I saw things from, try to see things from his perspective in terms of my father. So I kind of like forgave him for for a lot of stuff and even his personality traits. Like I'm like, I see myself in him in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get it, like, you know, the, the good or the bad. So I, I let that go. But it's just, I'm at that point now where it's like, it's been so distant for so long that it's just like, Bro, if you're not gonna make the effort, I'm not gonna make the effort, and no harm, no foul. Sucks for both of us, but it is what it is. I think having the kid, having kids, is a softening point as well, uh, or at least it should. You know, it's that unifying. It could be that unifying well, point. It's that point that makes us say, "All right, well, let's 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 um, you know, if there was issues in the past or whatever, let's let's put something together for the sake of the kids." In that's what case, I try to do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I really tried to do it, and 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 it seemed like it was gonna go in that direction. You know, he came to my home, and you know, they he met my girl while she was pregnant, and then you know when the baby was born. But I mean, there's some personal things I want to get into, but it's just like it, it, it just got a little weird, and then and then my grandma just passing away, and certain things that happened with that just made things even weirder, and it just yeah, we're now at a, at a weird place again. But my fear, and, and I don't know if necessarily it's a fear, is that. I would hate for something, you know, to happen to him. And there's not, you know, like I could have probably, my daughter could have, you know, been around him more. But again, I'm also like, yo, my man, like, bro, step up. Put put some work in. (laughs) Yeah, like step up, you know. His lady will step up, but that's not who I want to step up. Yeah, that sucks. That's pretty interesting, though, that that, that she's stepping up and she, you know... That's a whole other gray area when you, yeah. you know you've got husbands but it's not, and wives from right. You know, so. it almost raises some resentment. Like I look at that and I'm like, yo, like all right, that's cool, but you're not the one. Why don't you channel that energy to this dude and have yeah, him kind of step even, up? And it's not even the kind of step up that you're just like, oh man, it's admirable that she's trying to do some good on his behalf. That's not even the. Mm. It's she's literally said, you know, and I'm kind of putting shit out there, but. She's literally said that um, she's made comment where she's bored in life, hmm. you know. And so it's like, listen, man, I don't, I don't want my family, you know, or my daughter to to help fill that void for you, and and you know. But whatever. The point is, is that she's definitely over willing to to be around or do things or call or be in contact with it. But I'm like, that's not who I want. I want my right. pops. You know what I'm saying? And. And I would love to be able to have more of him and not notice you as much around. <laughs> <laughs> yo, and, I mean, yo, whatever, man. I mean, I already mentioned her, but, but yo, homegirl is like, like overdone it, man. <laughs> uh, the the other interesting thing with what you just mentioned about, like, 
you know, you've got similar traits as your dad and everything. Um, is especially like if you're not growing up around your father, but then you realize that, oh, damn, I, I got all these similarities and I wasn't even raised by a dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought that was interesting for, for me, at least, when I started, be, you know, like noticing just how I act and different things, yeah. what I was interested in. And then when I got to know my dad, it was like, oh, damn you know he's likes the same shit or he acts the same way and so that that but that's it's scary too though because the negative traits like god forbid you know you know i don't know man it's just i'm just i don't you know i'm look i'm constantly like like checking my like the way i am and just and comparing it and i'm like okay that's the negative shit i don't like about homie let me not do that you know what right. I'm right yeah that's that nature versus nurture right there bro uh-huh Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. Brought it back. <laughs> That's that bit for Smoji. <laughs> oh shit! If anybody wants to know why we keep bringing a Bitmoji, I have an issue with Bitmoji and trying <laughs> trying to get my Bitmojis to to many. <laughs> Shout out Bitmoji, making our life better for uh for the cover art that we're working on. <laughs> So I got. Did I give away our graphic secrets? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For, for <laughs> nah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Good. I got. So, I got birthdays coming up over here. Mm. So my kids. The the interesting thing about one of the interesting things about my kids is that all of them have a birthday on some sort of like holiday. So I got leap. I got a leap year baby. Leap day, I guess. Right. Um. Yes. I got a President's Day baby. I've got um, a Memorial Day baby. Wow! So, <clears throat> so in February I got two two birthdays coming up, and the, so all, all your days off are done. Yeah, it's finished. <laughs> it's so been you, finished. Your Memorial Day is a Gemini. Yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah. son. Because my birthday's always around Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so it becomes like birthdays, right? Generally, they become this whole political. An overly analytical situation for for us as we're planning them, and we don't do anything super huge and elaborate. Like actually, we we tend to favor going a, away for the birthday. You don't have to invite anyone. You don't, you don't have to think about all that shit, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. And it comes back to like a bir- like a, a wedding, bro. Like the politics get that deep sometimes, and you know we. We try to limit, and a lot of these, like, you know, bounce house places and, you know, uh, crafts that they do at, like, these different shops, they help situations, but they can also damage situations. Because now you're putting your kid in a situation where you're, like, you know, sometimes we'll be like, yo, no friends from school, only family, because we have so many fucking cousins and, you know, friends from growing up from his mom and I that we try to introduce into the mix. And so the numbers get overwhelming. So we're in that season now. And I'm just curious, like for you guys and and E you're coming up. So you got to start thinking about this stuff. Um, How does, how does the birthday come up and how how do you guys like handle it as you're thinking through how to execute on it? Okay. Well, I I know. So I know we talked previously about just, you know, elaborate versus simple birthday stuff but this is more on on the politics side of how to who to invite and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um i in the past we have typically gone away during his birthday (laughs) which which really worked out well for all of us works out well (laughs) um and, and as he's gotten older so this this year was he specifically like we had a a trip on the table it was like all right we could either go here you know, do it up again, or that then he was like, well, maybe I want to have a birth- I want maybe I want to stay home and have a birthday with my friends, and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, damn. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so yeah, he he won on that one just because we had been doing it the other way previously. Yeah, I've been ducking for years. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, he thought he was getting over. It. He was like, it's your birthday weekend, Hawaii. But, yep. <laughs> But it, but it actually, um, it actually worked out all right. I mean, we, 
surprisingly, he wanted to keep it low key. Like he just had maybe seven friends that he wanted to invite. You know, he kind of had it in his mind who he wanted there, and we we did it uh, at a place that you couldn't have a lot of kids anyway. It's mm-hmm. like his karate dojo. They do you know they do mm-hmm. birthday parties there sometimes. So it ended up working working out good. But then what always but. Just thinking in the future, I'm always scared. Like when I'm at school, uh, and I see, and he brings home invites, and it's like his entire class has gotten an invite for mm. some kid's birthday party. And I'm like, uh, I hope you know, I definitely don't want that to set the precedent. So, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, because then it becomes twenty to thirty kids, you know, being invited yeah. to a party, and and probably doesn't like all. You know what I mean? It's just that that's kind of a weird thing to like, yeah to feel like you have to invite every single person to a party uh, i don't know if i'm totally with that i mean to each his own but it's just not really my my, my thing <laughs> fuck that says kg <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and, and e for your for your first your daughter's first birthday have you guys started talking about how that's gonna go down because that a lot of folks they be make it this grandiose event like is that where y'all leaning i think that's stupid <laughs> i'm with you first of all it's a baby that doesn't know what's going on <laughs> yeah so but i get it you know so i'm gonna put that on my on my girl i'll let her you know take point on it but personally i think it should just be like the close family we have a small family it's her grandmother my mom and us, and then you know whatever. Maybe maybe you know what the trip idea is actually. Maybe for her birthday, take a trip to to L.A. to be with Karina's uh, family, which is a lot larger over there. Um, maybe we do that. But yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to this whole birthday and do it up and blah 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 and <laughs> bunch of kids and somebody falls on their face and cries and oh my god and nah man like I just I'm gonna try to like little by little just be like. Yo, it's just us. It's movies, you know. Like <laughs> right. one good thing luck, I used to. Good luck with that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that'll that'll last for a couple of years, and then the the other thing I might try to implement. I, I've done this throughout my life with with friends and family or whatever. It's like, and this was more because I would forget people's birthdays. So I would be like, birthday week, yo, let's kill it. <laughs> the whole week is up for grabs. It's birthday week, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so maybe I'll introduce her to birthday week, and every, you know, it'll be like every day we do some little something, something, you know, representing the whole week as a as a celebratory birthday week. Yeah, Bir- birthday week is good. Birthday trip definitely is. Uh, that the, that's my favorite. No, 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 way to do it. Yeah, that's definitely the adult favorite. <laughs> 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 yeah, write the book on that one. <laughs> Definitely. We were definitely winning on that one for a minute. Chapter one, potty train. Chapter two, trip to Hawaii for the kids. Yeah. No, you're really going to like it. Trust me. We went to his first birthday. He was already potty trained at one. Yo, yo okay. Have you been to um, the Disney Resort in uh, Hawaii? No. Uh-uh. Oh. Disney Resort? Yo, son. I'm a oh, member. I'm already on the calendar with that. Never I'm, mind. I'm a member. That joint is legit, bro. So uh, anything, anything Disney, I've, I've like tried to keep it on silence in in the house. He, he's not even aware that there's Disneyland or Disney World or any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> because of expenses or because you think that's the enemy? <laughs> no, well, mainly because it's probably just you know. It's, oh, it's down the long lines and it just seems like a damn mission to get <laughs> to do it you just gotta talk to Reco about how to circumvent lines and get all the special vip passes yeah my my, my wife feels bad this is like oh man he doesn't even we haven't even taken him to disney yet and i mean I'm, looking at it, is... I'm like don't say that word yet don't he doesn't know about it yet it's okay <laughs> <laughs> it's i mean this is probably like the better you know, these this age six and up is probably the best time to actually take them if you're gonna take them. Yeah. But but what's nice about the um the Hawaii resort, it's not like the theme park. Okay. So it's like they got a little back. You know, the back part of the hotel goes into the beach or whatever, mm-hmm. and like it's cool. It can get crazy in there, but it's not anywhere near what it is at the theme park. He's happy with Dave and Buster's, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, damn, that even makes me stressed out. Dave and Buster's as an adult. 
They got a bar there, so you can get a drink. And <laughs> no, I know. That's where I'm at. Because just walking around the games gets me stressed out. Yo, God, God bless all the people that work, like the, the teenagers. Chuck E. Cheese. And, and... Yeah, yo. God bless them. Because mm. I couldn't. Yeah, that's crazy. So here's yeah. something that got me thinking. After... um. After hearing some of our guests like Bun talk and Murr's talk, um, kind of going back to the filtering of the music lyrics and the music content and everything, what, what do you guys think about that after hearing different folks talk? Like, especially so, you know, Murr's standpoint of just letting us, letting them hear everything. Like, I like that idea. I just, I don't know if I'm capable of doing that. I think there's a middle ground to be to be had in that not too not too much where you're just like yeah i'm gonna play hey hey we want some pussy really quick my <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but maybe i'll let some public enemy fly you know what i'm saying like yeah like i think that's the middle ground i'm i'm more for open yeah just like art is art and, and trying to like help my child grow up in an understanding that you know art is free and art is this and art is that but just not trying to throw like you know like like I said, hey, wants a pussy. But um, <laughs> yeah, and there was there was a point that I did want to make to that. I can't if I remember, I'll, I'll come back. I I'm I've been trying to put it into practice actually, uh, letting certain things fly. Even what I find, and I, I hate myself for doing it. Like, and I, I'm not planting it per se, but it just seems to come out. I'm actually cursing more around them, in certain cases, like what I would normally do around my friends. <clears throat> and they uh, they gave me this look like, you sure you should be talking to, to, around us like that? <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let me slow this shit down a little bit. <laughs> but it's it, like, for instance, my 11 year old, I know she, I know she's surrounded by all sorts of shit, right? Word, you know, foul language and sexually explicit conversations. I'm sure that she's having with her, you know, girlfriends or whatever in school. But she knows never to even hint toward any of that stuff when she's around us or at home and she never uses that kind of language. So I trust her to take the conversations that I have and not take anything bad from it necessarily to you know mimic. But then my son, my son and my younger daughter, I don't trust them for shit because they're mm -hmm. slick and they'll find the opportunity to be slick when they shouldn't be. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe you gotta kind of really understand your child and and who they are and their personality and what they absorb and what they don't. But it does seem like the better route to kind of play the honest role, and and you being able to be yourself as an adult and the kid learning that adults can do these certain things that kids can't. And this is what I wanted to. This is what I remember when Merz was talking. I'm, and I might have brought it up in previous episodes, but my goddaughters, uh, Paul's kids. He, you know, he would play the music with full-on lyrics and whatnot. And the, and I remember one time picking up my, when my goddaughters lived here in Miami, picking them up from school, from junior high. And I had the, the I had a, no, I had a CD playing. And it had the curse words going. And I was like, at first I was like, ah, damn. But I didn't want to make it obvious, like, turn it off. Yeah. So I let it ride for a little bit because I know Paul lets it ride. So I was just like, all right, you know, I'm going to let it ride. And then... They started reciting the lyrics. And I was like, "Oh man!" But then, <laughs> but no, but they were omitting all the bad words. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So they're saying it. Blah, blah, blah. They were, you know, they were they were editing themselves, and I thought that was dope because yeah. they knew that they couldn't say those words, mm -hmm. you know, and they wouldn't make a face if they heard us curse around them or anything. But then they wouldn't curse, or they would even be like, "Oh," they would like, you know, like tell on the sister. She said a bad word. So obviously, hearing us say it didn't didn't change their feelings or that or them knowing that they couldn't say those words or those words were wrong for them yeah and so yeah I, I think man if you can have an open environment with your kid i think that ends up being the better route but not every kid is is you know may is built the same way you might have a real rowdy kid that takes all that stuff like a sponge and then turns out to be the craziest little you know person in the world right yeah, yeah. i, I yeah. do i do envision one day like me and my son, you know, whatever the hell the the medium would be at that time, but let's say streaming like a a Biggie album and like it's a hologram having, at that point. Yeah, 
but having it do for him what it does for me, you know what I mean, and right. just vibe into it like that would be sick to me. But hoping I, that he actually appreciates it. Well, that's that's my big that's my bigger fear because what you hear on the radio now might I mean it definitely will be like his moment right with music right. But being able to appreciate you know the generation before or two before him, I'm hoping that's still a possibility. I think probably I think, the, the younger I mean, you start with letting him hear that yeah the more it'll stay with him yeah exactly and and i always and i and i've i've said this before just like when we were young there's iconic musicians that you know never never got old to to, to even young people like you know like the bob marley's or the beatles mm-hmm. or whatever artists like that and i think that biggie and Pac are gonna kind of live on in that manner yeah i think sure, I, so. I think i'm more apt to and i have we have me and my wife we've we've let We've had music on in the car and things like that, and there's been cuss words and stuff, and we let some of it fly. I think it just depends on the context of it all and yeah, the the words itself. Like, you know, if it's shit and sometimes even fuck that kind of, but it depends on the context as yeah. opposed to I would feel uncomfortable with, you know, letting him hear a song where the context is sexually explicit or it's, I want to fuck you easy, I want to <laughs> fuck you too, right? <laughs> or or it's a lot of n word stuff you know what i mean so because he's not gonna understand right context with all that so yeah yeah so i think i got i got bored the middle the middle road the context (laughs) what'd you say e what'd you say (laughs) i said i I got boris ak beats in the hood he's like 25 28 i don't know on going to 30 does still doesn't understand the context (laughs) of the n-word in songs uh Man, I wish I wish Beats in the Hood had a kid, man. He would be amazing to talk about his experience as a dad. Yo, man, we don't need that experiment just for a good fatherhoods episode. That'd be terrible. I don't life. know. I'm willing to set him up. Yo, that kid. Yo, that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. For those that don't know who that is, check him out on Instagram. I think his name is Beats in the Hood, right? With an N, not I-N. No, no. Well, on Instagram, it's Boris CHP. Oh, there you go. But it says but he might have. I don't know. He might have started a beat to know. But it, most of his his social media is Boris CHP. Yeah, He's and and we we have a demo uh, podcast that we did together called Lost in Translation, which is pretty funny. I don't know if we'll do another one, but Jesus. it's funny. That's... <laughs> one for the records. Word. Yeah. Awesome guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's been it's been a slow week. (laughs) It's been a slow father news week. It has, it has, man. Like my kids have been pretty low key and chill. My my, yeah, nothing nothing emergency podcast worthy for sure this week. Well, actually, I have something. Um, what do you guys? So today, a a friend of ours uh, that goes to to the gym that me and my girl go to, she just had a her second child, a baby. Well, she has a baby now. And a super infant. And she's a Chinese Jamaican. Hmm. And she tends to like not, she's, she plays this role where she's like one of those mothers that doesn't care about certain things. Or she's like over it. Like if the baby cries, you know, you don't really run to the baby and blase, blase. So I guess my question is, you know, we've maybe talked about this a little bit in the past, but what do you guys think about like, were you guys the type when the baby cried, you like ran to the baby, um, you know, to comfort it? Do you feel that? giving attention every time the baby cries is kind of setting yourself up for future failure where, you know, where the kid just like is used to that and knows that they can kind of manipulate you in that way. Mm-hmm. And I asked, I actually asked our, cause I was of the school of thought that you don't react because you are creating a bratty kid at, you know, down the line. Me, you know, me and my girl kind of had like a little debate about it. And then we asked um, the doctor, the pediatrician and he basically said, look, man, babies don't cry just to cry. Hmm. So if the baby's crying, it's for a reason, you know, and you want to pick her up and, you know, and see if there's something wrong. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, my, my son was never a big crier, but when but when he did cry, there was always a reason. And even now to this day, it's like when if he's gets in a bad mood or if he's upset about something like he's usually in a pretty good mood. So if there's if he's if there's something up with them, then it, it's usually there, you know, there is something up with them and, and it deserves the attention to, you know, figure out what's going on. Yeah. I, 
I don't think we were we didn't really yeah we didn't really think about it too much in terms of like should we do this or should we do not do it I mean I know we've heard the pros and cons on that kind of stuff when we were like doing our own research but I think for the most part it's like you know if we can provide comfort to our child and that's what we're going to do and you know we're not going to let them be turn out to be a brat you you don't think that um a little tough love can help no you definitely get some tough love sometimes but it, but but that's more so tough love on the like learning through maybe a consequence or learning through you know something that's going on as opposed to um you know just ignoring him when when he's crying kind of thing because I I feel and I might be wrong I'm I feel that I'm starting to see my daughter cry she definitely does it with with my girl because she definitely you know she's my girl's also her food source so yeah she's everything to her she's <laughs> her comfort her food I just so I just picked her pictured her like as a refrigerator like the head <laughs> on the top <laughs> so if my girl like now she has to like hide when she's like moving around if the baby's with <laughs> me and calm because if she sees her she just cries and puts her arms out yeah so I feel like and you know and even when she leaves even with me to a certain degree she'll she'll do that if she's like tired of sitting somewhere or, or being somewhere she wants to be held. So I'm starting to feel like I'm seeing now that the effects of like picking her up every time she cries cuz now she knows. Ah, she puts her hands up like, "Yo, you it's better time. pick me up, motherfucker." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to feel like, ah, "I don't know. There has to be a little truth." The the, the to, way to I the see whole... it, the way I see it, there's there's a couple of you kind of got to detach the the two, meaning the fact that the baby is learning how to manipulate people. I think it's separate from the likelihood of them becoming a brat, right? So they learn very quickly how to optimize the situation to their benefit. And so what what happens, though, is it's it's instinctual at the end of the day. It's like, all right, you start to learn when your kid is calling, a, you know, some crying wolf or they really need something. And you your, your ear just gets refined for those, you know, to listen to how they cry or right. what what's happening like my daughter my youngest she I, I i would say you know all throughout all all three kids we would always react based on how we knew them to be individually so i know my son is more needy than my youngest daughter for instance so if he's but he doesn't cry so if he's crying nine times out of ten there's something wrong so we we tend to him now my bratty little one she'll fake cry her ass off and we ignore most of her crying because we know what her, you know, what it sounds like when she's doing that bullshit. So I would say for you, E, it's probably too early, but you already picked up on why she's doing it. She's trying to eat for the most part or get something that she wants. Well, no, my daughter is she's always hungry. So I feel like right. even that now is like, like, yo, come on, man, like turn it <laughs> off. Like, <laughs> like you can like there's a there's a pro and a con. She's a good eater. So she doesn't. She's not, you know, like I hear that some babies or some kids don't want to eat or they spit their food out oh, or, yeah, yeah. or reject certain foods, you know. No, she'll even if she doesn't like something, she'll even make a face like, ah, uh, but OK, I'll take some more. <laughs> right. You know, because I think she just prefers eating over not eating. <laughs> so she's good on that tip. So so then at that point, I'm like, we can't feed you, you know, 17 hours out the day. Like, come on, man. Like. Like you need to stop and 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 to go back to to the girl in the gym. The reason why I brought up her her nationality is I'm wondering if it's a cultural thing too. Like, like I was thinking on her end, you know, on the, maybe the Chinese side of her was like a little bit more like they had. She was saying now nah, that her her mom, um, you know, is picks up the baby or, or deals more with the baby when she cries on her end. So it's I guess it's not necessarily a nationality thing. It's more of a personality thing for her. But I'm wondering if culturally is there something there where some cultures a little bit more you know, apt to go and always be with the baby and some are like hands off. Like I, for some reason, I, I imagine Genghis Kong and the Mongolians, like the, the wolves, you know, <laughs> the wolves. Yeah. I think culture is definitely that, you know, what, what that is. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, I, I would say that there's probably some cultural norms. I, I can tell and you, don'ts and stuff. I can tell you my mom. And I think every Dominican woman that I've run into when, they see how we interact with our kids. Like, if they're crying for whatever reason, they're running for them kids. They're like, what? why aren't you paying attention? What's wrong with you? Pick the kid up. Don't? 
Yeah, because we will be more like laxed. You know, yeah, we'll be more lax. And they're always like up in arms, like freaked yeah. out that we're not attending to the kid for whatever reason. So I don't know if it's a Dominican thing, but nine times out of ten, that's been the case. Mm. Yeah, like like we you know we have the baby monitor, and so when the baby wakes up, she'll wake up, and then sometimes she'll start she'll eventually start to cry because you know she's like, "Hey, right, I'm up," you know, like I know that you guys have a camera in here, <laughs> not really. But. So what I tend to do is I tend, like I want to be like, okay, I want to see her work it out a little bit without us being there. Like we're watching her, you know, she's fine. Let her work it out. That's my thinking. I don't know if it's right, but I, I don't think that's wrong. I, I think that's actually good, Spe- specifically because you can actually see her. So if she is right. caught in some dangerous situation, you could probably tell. But I, I think that's also part of how they mature. Like, they have to start figuring shit out. It's like when Rec mentioned, you know, the sleep tactic that he uses for his twins. Like, that shit is hard, bro. Especially when you got twins in there. Like, if they start wilding out and you just say, ah, fuck it, y'all, y'all gotta figure it out. Remind us, what does he do again? So he sets, he sets them down in the crib and then walks off. Like, like, yeah, lights oh, out. Oh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> the sleep training. Yeah, the dry yeah. sleep mode here. <laughs> yeah. I tried that a couple but times. Let the screaming come, begin. <laughs> I still can't do that with my two and a half year old. She's going to be three this next month. I cannot do that. How can, I don't even know how he could do it. My, if I do that to, to my daughter, she's rolling around. She, I call it the death roll. She does that when <laughs> I'm putting her in her car seat or we're taking her out. Like the strap isn't off and she's like doing this death roll. <laughs> she does it in her crib too. Like she'll do the death roll. She gets up on her knees. She tries to stand up. She pulls down anything around. Like, how are you leaving a kid there to fall asleep? That's not happening. My my, my daughter thinks there's romper room right in there right now. Yeah. Special. Maybe maybe having a twin softens it a little bit. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, well, what he said was, um, I guess they figured that they needed to just get it under control quick because if they didn't have the sleep no, figured out, you know, one would fall asleep, the other would wake the other one up. No, and, no, yeah, it know. makes total sense. So I get it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not something that we didn't do sleep training. I think maybe we tried for one time, and that maybe lasted about 20 minutes. <laughs> we're like, no, nah, fuck Look it. Yeah. We're not gonna. Our, our young podcast has a sleep guru and a potty training guru. Or <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't hack it. Yeah. Well, boys, it's been real. Time to change a diaper. Indeed. <laughs> That's it. Don't speak again. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Peace.